Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio, where we've got a good show lined up for you. We've got Frank Selby on the line. We've got Captain Phil Thompson. And uh, let me just get this going. Frank, take it away, buddy. Uh, Okay, I sure will. Captain Phil, how's it going today? Very good. It's a little hot down here in Florida, but um, other than that, not too bad. Fish are biting. Well, I had the same problem on Monday. I got a bunch of barracuda and, uh, oh, God, bonita and one yellowtail, and it was tough. But uh, why don't you right off the bat give us your web page where they can get in touch if they want to come down and fish with you in Florida? Well, actually, most of most of my trips, I'm running now are out of Cuba, but it's all the same thing. I've got two web pages. One is um, CaptainPhilThompson.com, which has kind of become the center of our new uh, Zapata Environmental Project, a uh, youth project we're doing in Cuba. And then the other one is Fish Cuba Now, which really details their, our fishing and diving trips uh, pretty much all over Cuba. Yeah, that's the one uh, John and me are wanting to go on over with you. Well, come on down. You know, John and I were talking about it yesterday. I think we'll be able to put a trip together sometime uh, this fall or winter. Yeah, the why my wife wants to go with us. <laughs> she That's wants to fine. go all uh, <laughs> Why I'm fishing, she wants to be going around seeing all the great sights. And uh, she's been ribbing me for the last five years to get down there. So I said if I go, I'd bring her along. Well, most so, uh, of our trips include two or three days in Havana uh, and Vignali, some of the best sightseeing in Cuba, as well as um, um, fishing trips down in Zapata, which is only about two hours out of Havana. And there we have Rio Hatiwanico, great tarpon fishing, uh, also Cabrera Snapper, uh, Las Salinas, which is the bonefish capital of Cuba. Hey, Captain and Phil, hold that thought if you would. we got to take a quick sure. break, and it'll be about, uh, I guess, about three minutes, and then we're coming right back. So hang on. This is Fish Talk Hunt Radio. ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. 
Always buy quality, and you will not be disappointed. AO Coolers, the lightweight, soft-sided cooler, will not disappoint you. Easy to carry, less room on the deck, and more efficient. AO Coolers fit the product inside for more performance. Once you try one, you want more. You will be proud to own one. AO Coolers outperform bulky, hard shell, and lesser soft-sided coolers. For types and how to find yours, go to aocoolers.com. Available at West Marine. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Yeah, I can catch them shallow, I can catch them deep. Muddy water or the back of the creek. The wind and rain to me, it's all the same. I'll make a living playing this game. And I thank the Lord above every time I can. I get to be a fisherman. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Hey, John Hennigan's running a little bit late today, but we've got Frank Selby and Phil Thompson on the line, so uh, we're, we're fixed. Go ahead, guys. Take it away. Hey, Phil, let's talk about the uh, Marlin Tournament. Uh, what do you say? That sounds like a good idea, and how'd you do? Well, we got third place. We uh, It was a fairly slow bite. Um We've we've won the tournament twice in the past. I'll fish with all local Cubans. But uh, the last day, we got two blue marlin and released two blues and jumped into third place. So at least we got, we got a trophy. Uh, <laughs> the fishing off Cuba is excellent. Uh, one of the great things about it is you very seldom get more than a half mile or a mile offshore. Um, the hottest fishing is really right off Madana Harbor where you can sit and watch the Havana skyline and the Morro Castle and and fish in the area that, that Hemingway made famous. Yeah. How many years have you did the Hemingway uh, tournament now? I fished the first one in 1993. Um, so, and this was the 68th tournament. It's one of the oldest Marlin tournaments in the world. Um, we took a little break uh, during the Bush years because it was pretty hard to get over there, but now it's pretty well open. We've got Plenty of American boats coming over and participating. We've got another one coming up, the Hemingway Tournament in September, uh, which will be not quite as many fish, but the fish are bigger then. That's when the, the big females come in to spawn. So, yeah. And they come, once again, they come right into shore. I mean, you're, a lot of times you you're, you could throw a rock and hit shore whenever you're fighting fish. Yeah. Do you ever meet a son? 
Yeah, actually not his son, but I fished with both of his grandsons. Yeah. In fact, uh, last year, John Hemingway was on the boat, and uh, we caught about a 350-pound blue, and he looked at me and he said, you know, I've never been on a boat that actually boated a marlin. And he said, all the fishing I've done, this is the first boat I've been on where we boated a marlin. I said, well, don't get too freaked out, but this spot you're sitting in is called the Hemingway Mile, which is <laughs> named after, of course, his grandfather. Yeah. Well, I I used to work with his son at a couple of the shows. I I actually held the bill of that really heavy. I forget how many almost a ton. I think it was is uh, mm-hmm. bill at the show. Down in was Cuba, down in Cuba, these are down in Cuba. The Hemingway name is still um, is still a very honored thing. I mean, they treat the grandsons like they. Uh, like they're celebrities. And, uh, in fact, Patrick turned to me one time and said, I don't know why they're treating me like this. I didn't do anything. Well, Patrick, <laughs> sometimes you just have to show up. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so uh, you're, uh, we're getting ready to do some really good stuff down there, uh, helping with the research on some of the, uh, uh, reefs it all over. You want to talk a yeah, little bit about that? Yeah, our project is called the Zapata Environmental Project, and the um, Zapata Swamp is a very pristine area, about twice the size of the Everglades, Florida Everglades. And um, we have a guide down there, Felipe Alonso uh, Rodriguez, who has been teaching kids uh, for the past 15 years how to fly cast and tie flies. But he also, uh, he's got boys and girls, many of them from broken homes, that um, he works with in uh, Playa Larga and Highway Grande. And he also gives them a very strong environmental lesson, kind of aimed at a trickle-up effect. So they go home and tell their uh, parents and uncles and cousins and friends, hey, don't poach in the park because that bonefish that you catch and, and sell for a dollar uh, crazy American will come down and spend a thousand dollars to catch and release it. Kind of like the the best use of the resource. Yeah. And we're very fortunate. We've got um, Chris Kerwin and Jay Sheldon from University of Georgia, both are marine biologists and both specialize in um, environmental education. And they volunteered their time. They're coming down this summer to set up a lab so that the, and teach the um, young people how to monitor water quality, do fish counts, and um, bird counts, kind of set the bar of what the swamp's environment is right now, which I can tell you it's pristine. And then that way they can detect any changes uh, that will occur if any pollution um, starts seeping in um, from, from the expansion of tourists mainly. But our goal is also to train these kids to participate as eco-tour guides, not just fishing guides, but eco-tour guides, and also to learn English and to, uh, so they'll be able to work in the, in the private hotels and the private restaurants uh, right in their home area. Hey, Phil. And, uh, Phil, John Hennigan. Hey, John, how are you? Good, good. Sorry about that. You're right in the perfect part I was learning. (laughs) I know. But uh, uh, anyway, I didn't want to cut you guys short, but we want to save a couple minutes to talk about uh, visiting Cuba. So go ahead and finish up on that, Phil, and let's jump into the other. 
Well, like I said, right now we're um, go to my website, CaptainPhilThompson.com. You'll find some phenomenal hand-carved art that's produced by Don Yogi, who owns a shop called uh, Los Mahones, and it's the only fly shop in Cuba. It's right outside of the boundary of the Zapata Swamp, and his hand-carved um, uh, sailfish, bonefish, permit, snook, tarpon are just wor- totally beautiful works of art. And the proceeds from the sale of those go to um, our environmental project. So I invite all of your customers to take a look at um, the website, and if there's anything interesting, we'll be glad to um, uh, get it to them. They can both help the, the school and have some beautiful art in the process. Fantastic. Uh, Phil, we were talking yesterday about putting a trip together to Cuba, probably January, February. And um, what we're looking at, you and I talked about, was uh, uh, six days, seven nights, three days fishing. Uh, can mm-hmm. you explain that just a little bit on what you're recommending? Yeah, what, what we try to do in our trips, rather than just, uh, I mean, you can you can book a six-day all, all-inclusive fishing trip, but what we do in our trips is we also add in a couple days in Havana, which is very, very, very worthwhile. It takes, it takes a day and a half, two days to really see Havana. And then a day in Vinales, which is um, the beautiful valley that's just outside of Havana where the um, the um, giant moguls, for lack of a better word, limestone moguls rise up out of the valley. And it was the home of some um, the, the Chiano Indians. And uh, so there's some of their work, artwork is still on the, on the walls, cave walls. And then... Three days of either offshore fishing or flats and river and bass fishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking yesterday that we've opened up the Zapata area. We have all three. We have Rio Hachiwanico with great tarpon mm-hmm. and snook fishing, Las Salinas, the bonefish capital of Cuba, and now Treasure Lagoon, which has got some monster largemouth bass that were stocked there by the Americans back in so, uh, the well, 40s. What we're talking about then would be probably two days uh, blue water fishing, one day flash fishing, and then uh, mm-hmm. another you know, three days in Havana and exploring Cuba. Yeah. And we're, we're looking, we're looking at, uh, um, you know, trying to get the price as reasonable as possible. Um, I think we're looking around probably somewhere around thirty five hundred, uh, maybe yeah. four thousand, but right at, you know, right hopefully around thirty five hundred. And we, yeah, we, and, we only have one uh, thing. Go ahead. One thing to point out too, John, is that everything that we do, um, all of our accommodations, all of the meals, everything we do. Is done in the private sector of Cuba, mm-hmm. not through the government-run hotels. So right. the, the people get really to, benefit right. from from our being there. Well, you get to interact with real people. Um, oh, so absolutely. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to have to cut it short real quick, but we're looking. Sure. We've we've only got. Uh, looks like Phil says the ideal is eight, and we've already got two. So we need six Good. people, and depending on who wants to go, we can set the date. So get in touch with us uh, if it sounds like something you want to do. I know that uh, we can probably count on Frank, right? Yeah, you count on two from us. Okay. All right. Well, it's getting smaller then. So get in touch with us, and we'll see what date works out the best, and we'll go ahead and book it. Thank you very much, Phil. We appreciate that, and I hope we'll be talking to you again real soon. You're listening. Okay, John. Listening to Fish on Talk Radio. Go to fishontalkradio.com and listen to the show.
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we are, have on the line with, of course, we got Frank Selby, our co-host, or sometimes host. He was his host for a little while this morning when I got uh, sidetracked. But uh, we have on the line with us now um, Brad Jelinek. Is that correct, Brad? Yes, sir. Okay. And yes, sir. <laughs> and <laughs> you are, well, why don't you explain to us, you're, um, I think you're originally from Kansas and you're in Missouri or is it Missouri? So Missouri. I grew up, 
My, my dad has lived in uh, Warsaw, Missouri, which is home of Truman Lake, and he's lived here for 23 years now. And I lived with my mom in Kansas City, Missouri, and then I decided to move with my dad in high school and finished playing baseball down there and went to college playing baseball. And then after college baseball, I decided to start guiding with him on the lake. And we uh, we got my dad and I, both the guides and my uncle, are all three guides on Truman Lake, and which is Warsaw, Missouri. Well, where are you right now? Right now, I am on Lake of the Ozark okay. fishing. Fantastic. We love it when there's people out there catching fish and talking to us. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And uh, what what are you after today? You got well, you you've got to have uh, bass in that part of the world. And, and uh, yep. Uh, what about is there any trout down there? Because normally, you know, that's a cold water fish. Yeah, trout fishing is a little bit farther south. At least the the good trout fishing in Tanicomo. That's that's where I've been. We also have it in Bennett Springs, but I haven't been the Bennett. I haven't trout fished in Bennett Springs in a long time. But uh, Table Rock Lake feeds Tanicomo, and Tanicomo is just a little river system that's just covered in trout. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, you've been out on the lake for how long today? Three hours a day. Got a little late start today, but. We're we're catching some here and there. What are you catching? We're catching bass. I got a, a professional uh, tournament coming up at the end of the month, and I'm out here exploring uh-huh. and what I could find. Getting your spot set up, huh? Yep, yep, fishing some new water. Mm-hmm. And what else you got in that lake? Uh, this lake is, this is Lake of the Ozarks, like I said, and this lake actually is chuck full of crappie as well. Crappie mm-hmm. and bass are probably the two main things that people go after down here. Mm-hmm. Well, crappie can be a lot of fun. They 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 fight hard and they taste good. You know they're not oh, they're not huge game fish, but they got a nice firm meat and and uh, they you know for their size they fight real hard. Oh, Do yeah. you have the white uh, the white crappie or the black crappie there? We got, I forgot. We got it's been years since I fished it. Yeah, we got both of them down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, what about red ear and some of the other panfish? Is it just crappie? Uh, what. This time of year, the white bass and hybrids, and a hybrid is a cross between a white bass and a striper. Uh-huh. And wipers. Those start, yep, yep, wipers. A lot of people call them wipers, too. And they, uh, they're they starting to go pretty good in the evenings. And if you get in a school of those, you better hold the pole because those things fight like no other. They just start ripping drag, and it's, just, it's a blast. Okay. Um, well, go ahead, Frank. Oh, I had one question. What's the best time to fish the wipers right now or just another month? Uh, for me, I like fishing for them in the evenings. And here, about to start right now and here in a little bit is when it gets going real good. And honestly, the the weather all dictates the best bite because if we get a bunch of rain, on Truman, we start running water, so because we can, we're a flood control lake, and we feed Lake of the Ozarks. So when we get a bunch of rain, we open the the dam gates, and when that water starts running, the bait starts moving real well, and then the white the white bass and uh, hybrids they start moving real well, mm-hmm. and that's that's when the best time is. Well, you've probably got one of those uh, high powered bass boats in. Is that what you're using? 
Yes, sir. Yes, I do. sir. <laughs> I think that's what most people, most bass fishermen do. They just want to get out and, and put the throttle down on those things. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I first started fishing out of little John boats. Anything I could get my hands on, I had, I had probably three or four people I could funnel through and call whoever let me use their boat. I'd use it. And then growing up, I had a car because I'd always drive everywhere, and I'd have three or four people I'd call to borrow a truck. So I'd always be mismatching borrowing a truck from somebody and borrowing a John boat from the other person just to go out and fish. Yeah. Whoever I call, hands on. I got a question. Now they yeah. cleaned up the Call River. Sorry, you guys call it the Kansas River now. But uh, in my day, it was the Call River. The Call River? They cleaned that up, the the, the uh, flatheads really coming back and the uh, oh, river. Uh, uh, God, my mind went blank. blank. There's four catfish in the a Missouri, a Kansas River there by where yeah, the we, Missouri and the Kansas River meets now, right there. Uh, by there's Kansas a bunch City, of Missouri. flatheads, blue cats, channel cats. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know if there is another catfish breed. Yeah, there is. Um, I can't think of it either I, right now. Well, it's been fifty, sixty years since I fished the Call River. I used to sneak out of the orphanage and run down two blocks and fish the Call. Yeah, there's probably <laughs> some monsters down there. Yeah. Uh, did you give us our, your webpage or anything? No, no. My uh, my website is therealfishingguide.com and it'd be real as in fishing real, so it'd be the R-E-E-L real fishing guide.com that's a neat name yeah i can't take too much credit for that one my, my mother helped me out there yeah, yeah and it's r-double-r-double-e-l <laughs> yes okay yes. okay and then you can check me out there and if anybody's got instagram they can uh check me out on instagram on the real fishing guide as well and i also have a facebook page which is the real fishing guide as well too so it's all the same name, and anybody w- wants to check it out there too can check it out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe John and me will get back there one of these days and fish up some crappie, and then mix up some cornmeal flour, salt, there you go. pepper, and have lunch oh, on man. the beach. You know that—that's the kind of food that I like. You know, the yes, sir. That is, <laughs> got that's a, biscuits and gravy and uh, uh, catfish and and uh, uh, crappie. Oh man, that's that's the way to do it. This time of year is the time of the year to get down here. You guys want to go crappie fishing? They start moving their summer pattern and easily catch limits easily before I get out in that heat. Okay, it's a blast. And do you, uh, go ahead. I got one quick question. Do you have a size limit there now? Like Nine a lot inches. of the Kansas lakes are starting to put a 15 inch size limit on crappie now. Yeah, we have our crappie are nine inches here and 15 per person. So yeah, that that would be our limit. Well, yeah. that's a lot of crappie. That's a bucket full. Hey, oh, yeah. I can yeah. remember. I I can remember cleaning a thousand crappies after a day of fishing with four of us. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they weren't a lot big, but they were a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have- that- 
they add up, that's for sure. Now, yeah. if someone wants to experience uh, fishing with you or fishing in the Lake of the Ozarks and they don't live, uh, you know, close to you, how do they get there? Uh, how do they get to – well, I'm fishing Lake of the Ozarks right now, bass fishing, but technically I can't uh, take guide trips on Lake of the Ozarks. I take them on Truman Lake. Mm-hmm. And but, I guess it's, you know, what if what if I wanted to go back there? How would I get there besides uh, riding my bicycle or driving a car? <laughs> well, the closest airport. Okay. Yeah, the closest airport would be Springfield or Kansas City, and then you might have to have somebody put your bike there and. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he got you there, John. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, and, you and, gotta worry about us misery boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what, right. you just you fly probably the best thing to do is fly in, rent a car and experience the area and go fishing with you then. Is that about definitely, right? Yeah. Definitely. Okay. There's a lot of great sites to see around Kansas City and Lake of the Ozarks all along down through there. Well, oh, how, yeah. how big is Lake of the Ozarks? I picture it being pretty good size. It, gosh, I, it's pretty big, but Truman Lake is the biggest one, and that's uh, it's over sixty thousand acres of. Whoa! I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, the, it, it, yeah, it, was, it is really big. We uh, where they built the dam. That's part of my family. Hmm. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. The Selby's back there are pretty well known. There's plaques back there and all kinds of stuff for different ones. Hmm, that's pretty cool. And how how deep is it? Uh, the deepest part of Truman Lake would be by the dam area, and that can be anywhere from 70 to 80 feet deep. Okay. So it's, uh, you know, you're, well, of course, you're mostly fishing in, in uh, 30 feet or less then. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, in the summertime, there's a thermocline, and that's normally from anywhere from 10 to 15 feet deep. And the crappie and largemouth and whites and hybrids generally don't get in any deeper water than that. They do, but normally they don't. If you're in 80 foot of water or 60 foot of water, they'll suspend, no, no. but you'll see them all in 10 to 15 foot of water no. still. They still get a cat in there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They'll, uh, they'll get deeper. All right. And well, the, wa- the walleye will get deeper as well. But. Guys, we're going we're gonna to have to go. Give that website one more time if, if you wouldn't mind, uh, Brad. Yes, sir. It's called therealfishingguide.com. Okay. Real as in fishing real. So right. R-E-E-L. And, you're, and, you're lo- and you're located out of where? Warsaw, Missouri. Perfect. All right, Brad, it's been a real pleasure, and enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, thank you, Brad. I'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Frank, we got more places to go. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishhunttalkradio.com and listen to the show as many times as you want. The soft science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the soft science fin fishing shoes and boots and the fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Alaskan RV Butler, guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler, like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV, view the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife, or fish for the big one, all while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have with us, of course, Frank Selby. Uh, and Frank, again, thanks for covering for me at the beginning of the show. That was a little bit no al- almost a disaster. But you took in there, and right now we have Jim Pinto. Um, he is uh, passionate fishing, but he's, uh, I guess he worked in a similar business that Frank used to be uh, in when back in the day when they had real jobs. But uh, <laughs> uh, Frank, why don't you introduce Jim? Oh, hey, Jim. I've known Jim for quite a few years, and in my opinion, he is one of the fastest learning fly fishing persons I have ever met. And the neat thing about Jim, 
is you say, I want to go fishing tomorrow. He clears his schedule unless it's his wife's schedule, then <laughs> nobody gets to go. <laughs> so, Jim, you just got back from Missouri and Kansas, and you did a lot of sightseeing and trout fishing. And we just had somebody on from Missouri that was fishing the Ozarks today for largemouth bass, but you were fishing. Where were you fishing for the trout where, there? Well, we we, uh, we fished two areas, and, and I have to say, with the first time I was to the Ozarks, it was just a, a uh, great experience. The people were wonderful. The weather was great. And my buddy lives uh, not far from the James River, and uh, we, were, we were in a canoe and did a little fishing there, caught some, uh, some bass, and that was exciting because uh, uh, the fishing just started to get hot up there at the time. And uh, we had a great opportunity there. But the best time we had was going up to Dogwood Canyon. And Dogwood Canyon was started by uh, Johnny Morris. Uh, it's been up there for, you know, obviously many, many years. But uh, he redid all of the Dogwood Park area and uh, made it an area for not only educational purposes, training, but open to everybody. And uh, you get an opportunity. Uh, we didn't bring our fly rods because we were just going there for dinner. Uh, and uh, so we said, hey, we've we got to come back here. So we came back uh, the next day, and they rented us a fly rod. And it's amazing to see the amount of... Uh, golden rainbow trout in dogwood and, and with you rent by the hour and the water is just beautiful it's clear it's a very clean park we caught about three trout uh each uh in less than an hour and i have to tell you they were between two and three pounders mm -hmm. uh and the nice thing about it is uh, that if you don't have your rig you could rent a rig there and it's catch and release or if you do want to keep it, you know, I'm married to a Filipina, you know, sometimes she wants to keep the fish. Uh, they charge you another $5 or so for the fish, which I thought was great. Yeah. But I had a wonderful experience. One question, was the dogwoods in bloom or were they not? They were, everything was, it was in bloom. Everything was oh, just, that's... It, was, it was beautiful. And the, the weather was about 85 degrees. Uh, it had rained the, the week before, so everything was really green. And uh, it actually was a little more humidity than I cared for, but it was, uh, it was a great experience. You know, back there, you just take off your shirt and lean it in the corner. It dries like you put 50 pounds of starch on them. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I did oh. get an opportunity to go to the flagship Bass Pro Shop, which is an interesting place. Uh, it take you about three days to go through there, and they have a new, a, a new. They just reopened again. Uh, it, it's a museum. It's a aquarium. It's it's just a great place. But as I was going through there, I saw one of Harry's relatives, a plaque that they had for Harry's relative, uh, Harry Selby. That, yeah, that yeah. would that would be Frank's uncle, correct, Frank? Yeah. 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 Uncle or cousin, one of the two. <laughs> and and, and uh, Jim, what is he famous for? Why is his plaque up there? Uh, he had some great words of wisdom. Uh, I, you know, at my station in life, you don't remember a lot of stuff. I, I wanted to take a picture of it, 
but I didn't have my phone. Uh, my wife had had my phone, and she was over in the ladies' department trying to buy something. So I didn't get a chance to, to take wait, the wait picture. Wait a minute, Bass Pro has a ladies' department? Oh yeah, <laughs> they have. Uh, you know, Bass Pro there is over a mile long. Whoa. It's the second largest retail store in America, besides Macy's New York. Wow. Boy, that's a uh, you know sportsman Disneyland, isn't it? Yeah, they it have is. everything in there, even shows. It, it, it's it, it, you have to see the aquarium is the size of the the uh, Long Beach Aquarium. Whoa! Yes, but it's all uh, freshwater fish. No, they have uh, freshwater and have saltwater fish in there. Wow! It's they had sharks in there. It was a wonderful experience. A great place to take kids. Also, they have all kinds of programs to promote fishing for young people. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it if you're out in uh, in Missouri. Hmm. Okay. So that's well, that's that's their flagship uh, Bass Pro shop, then, isn't it? Yeah. Now, didn't uh, Frank? Didn't Bass Pro just take over somebody else? Yeah, uh, Bass Pro and uh, oh God, my mind went blank. Cabela's. Two, Cabela's. Cabela's. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and one other thing, the uh, Bass Pro back there, you I, honestly, it would take you if you went into every store in that mile, it'd probably take you three days, at least, at least. Uh, hey, Jimmy, you gonna be my deckhead next week? I hope so. Okay. You know, Frank, Frank, you know, I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm really learning more and more every time I go out. But I got to tell you, Frank has a, a very unusual way of teaching. I mean, he, he gives you the show and tell. But if you miss a fish, you're, you're allowed one fish to be missed. The second and third time you miss a fish, you go overboard. So it's kind of a, <laughs> That's an incentive. That's learning curve. Yeah. It's a fast way they learn. Yeah. <laughs> you did really good this last trip out. Was it? It was a good trip. Yeah, we enjoyed it. Yeah, you got a bonita, you got some barracuda, got a couple backs. We hooked up with one fish. We don't even know what it was. Oh, would you, he come over to uh, fish in Southern California with you, Frank? Yeah, he. Uh, we were fishing Long Beach, uh, outside of Long Beach there mm-hmm. in California, and we we try to sneak out at least a few times for a month if we get away, and we're both allowed to go. We're going out again on Sunday, mm-hmm. so we have a lot of fun. And you know, you get a Sicilian and an Italian together; it's a pain in the backside, <laughs> but we have a lot of fun. Yeah, and the the boats in ten miles to hear everything we're screaming about. Yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, Jim, Jim, it, before... it's it's funny because uh, you know I, I had shoulder surgery a while back, and coming back from it, actually, uh, you know, good therapy is fly fishing. Oh, you know, right after I had my shoulder surgery, I had a speech impediment. I couldn't talk Italian with my hands for a while. <laughs> but, but Frank got me straightened out with the fly rod. Okay. But, uh, well, before we get too far into it, how do you say get out of here? Forget about it. Forget, yeah, <laughs> forget yeah. about it. I, what did I tell you? Do yeah. you me? 
I am going to forget about something else really good. You know what I'm talking about, boy. (laughs) (laughs) But, Jimmy, it's always a lot of fun to fish with you because we get so excited. We become like little children when we get out on the boat. We have a blast. And people sometimes, when a couple Italians get together... Everybody thinks you hate each other, but that's just the way we are. We're loud and obnoxious sometimes, but we don't ever do anything bad to each other. We just scream at each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been really enjoyable, and you know, I highly recommend you know anybody learning how to fly fish is to get on and listen to your radio program and uh, you know, learn a lot from the program and uh, you know and people like Frank. Well, give us uh, uh, something that Frank has either told you or taught you that sticks in your mind as far well, as fishing. You know, it's, it's, it's not how hard you throw. It's, uh, it's the fluidness of your throw. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, in, in concentrating on just being relaxed and not to be tense and just let it fly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, most people try to overpower, and I try to instill that right away. The less power you put, that's why women fly fishermen are so much better than men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Isn't they, that right, yeah. Joan Wolf? <laughs> well, well actually, actually, my ex-wife was an excellent fly fishing person, you know, and Frank, Frank's right. Uh, she could she could cast a fly rod a lot better than I could. Mm-hmm. Well, I think another advantage they have is they have a tendency to listen. <laughs> they have a tendency to listen to their instructor. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. Uh, well, I think the second hardest guy I'm ever going to have to teach you, you've been talking to him for the last six or seven minutes. All right. Well, it looks like we're uh, just about out of time. And uh, uh, thank you, Jim. We appreciate that. And uh, and forget about it, right? (laughs) One more time. Forget Forget about about it. it. I'll see you Sunday. Okay. All right. Thanks, Jim. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You deserve it. Thank you very much. Bye. Say, Jim, hang on. ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. 
You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and of course, this is Frank Selby. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Fantastic. We want to talk about Cuba right now, don't we, John? Let's get back to where we started the program. Now, Phil Thompson, I've been, you know, known him. Actually, I've never met the guy, but I've talked to him probably 50 times and had him on the radio frequently because I'm, you know, I think Cuba is uh, something that there's so many people that go, oh, yeah, I want to go, I want to go. Um, and it, it's changed a lot in the last couple of years. Technically, there's still some restrictions, but uh, realistically, it, it's not a problem. And, you know, Phil could explain that. He's an expert on it, and he's going to want to be setting up the trip for us. But the plan would be to probably go in uh, January, February, uh, because we have a, uh, well, we got Alaska in July, and then we're looking, let's not forget about our Baja trip at yeah. the end of September. And that's that's going to be a fun one. I'm really looking forward to that. It's at the East Cape, a little town of Los Bariles, which is um, on the Bay of the Palms, which is five miles of flat, sandy beach. And there's a five-star resort called the Palmas de Cortez that's right on the beach. Uh, you can, uh, in the, from the breakfast, you can look out and, and uh, see everybody getting on the boats. And sometimes during the day, the boats will only be a few hundred yards offshore catching fish. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's warm water, sandy beach, um, and it's just, uh, uh, if you haven't done it, you got to do it. And that's, that's, you know what the price is on that, Frank? 3800 I thought. That's Cuba. Uh, oh, yeah. It's $850. Yeah. And, and that's uh, two days fishing. Uh, I think it's, uh, what is it? Four days, five nights. Yeah, four days, yeah. five nights. So you can, you know, you go uh, go on the cruiser two days, and then you can go a third one if you want, or you can go ATVs on the beach, or you can go uh, uh, throw a, um, a lure, a fly into the into the surf. 
Yeah, but, that's uh, a lot of fun down there to fish the surf right yeah. off the beach. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's beautiful. So anyway, let's uh, let's get some people and sign up for that. Now, Cuba, it, you know, fr- or uh, Phil said that just limited to eight people because yep. it's it's very it causes problems and you can only put four in a boat and that's two boats and you know taxi rides and that and stuff. So he wants to keep it to eight people, but we've already got three. Um, so that means that if somebody wants to go, um, we we haven't set the schedule yet, and we don't know exactly the price, but we're look, trying to keep it around thirty five hundred. Thirty eight. Well, somewhere around there, thirty five, thirty eight, yeah. yeah. But uh, it's better to be over a little bit, yeah. be under a little bit. Yeah. Say, so, oh, by the way, that's an extra five hundred bucks. <laughs> no, we don't like doing that. So I, yeah. I would say probably around thirty-eight would be, you know, it should probably where it's going to come in, and that will include uh, uh, two days um, blue water fishing, one day flats fishing, um, at least a day and a half, two days in Havana, and be able to explore the country. Um, and Frank, I didn't realize how big Cuba was. It, it's a lot bigger than most people think, mm-hmm. and you can go right out of Havana less than a half mile and be catching marlin. Oh, yeah, out of Hemingway Harbor. Yeah, actually, we were talking about his son. He used to do the shows, and I got to help hold the bill of the biggest marlin that Hemingway caught. Really? Well, it had to be a grander, right? Yeah. And uh, it, it was, I, I swear, it was like something that all fishermen dream about, I guess, yeah. mm-hmm. because it, there was a feeling that you could not believe. Yeah. Well, we're going to wrap it up, but it's very important if anybody's interested in, in joining us, we'd love to have you, but we got to hear from you. And if there's someplace you want to go that we haven't mentioned, let us know. But uh, we haven't set the dates yet. We're going to de- you know, set that when everybody else decides where they want, when they want to go. So, yeah, make okay. sure you guys call us right away and uh, yeah, tell us uh, about the best time for you guys to go. That way we will be able to set it up. Okay, that sounds good. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishhunttalkradio.com, and you should be able to get in touch with us, um, you know, from, from that site. So uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Go to fishhunttalkradio.com and listen to the show again and again. Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John Hennigan, Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and we're going to have a good time today. We have Frank Selby, of course, on the line with us. Frank, uh, yeah, uh, I'm here. I appreciate, yeah, yeah, you're here. And we've got a good guest here. Uh, well, what we're going to do is we're going to start off, uh, yeah, as soon as we come back from the break with uh, uh, Gracie, I believe, at uh, Griselda Smokehouse in Cabo San Lucas. Yeah. Uh, I guess they're getting their first storm of the season down there right now, so we'll get an update on that. And as long as the telephone lines don't go down, we'll be in good shape. Yeah, that'll be great. Oh, I wanted to tell you something. Okay. I just got, I just got off with the boats. Uh, the, our club has raised $65,000 for the Olive Children's Home already, and we're n- not even at the meeting tonight. Wow. And tell us. I real, am real, proud real, of our club. Okay. <laughs> what's, what's the club and what's the charity? 
Uh, it is the Olive Children's Home, and we do a, a fundraiser every year. And our our ten boats raise sixty five thousand dollars up to today and tonight is when we do all the other stuff and it could go a lot higher. Oh, and yeah. I am so proud to be a part of it. Well, that's fantastic. That you is, know me. Yeah. If there's a kid saying I'm there, I never grew yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I still don't know what I'm going to do when I grow up. But, yeah. Uh, uh, no, that's fantastic, Frank. Yeah. So, and uh, if, if somebody's if somebody's interested in, in throwing some money at you, um, um, give us a quick information. They, we got to go. Hurry yeah, up. The, the olive uh, the olive homes uh, children's home on the web. You can get it. Olive home, yeah. olive home. Yeah, Children's Club. Olive Children's Home. Then, Olive yeah. Children's Home. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to have to take a break. And if anybody's feeling benevolent and they want to find out more about it, go to Olive Children's Home and uh, just look it up. And, and I'm sure they could, I'm sure they can use it. Appreciate that, Frank. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to have to take a quick break. We're going to be back in just a couple of minutes. And we're going to get an update direct from Cabo San Lucas. Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at SoftScience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. 
Alaskan RV Butler. Guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler. Like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV, view the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife. Or fish for the big one, all while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. Fisherman, if fish anywhere, anywhere there's water, Lord knows he'll be there. He's just like a gypsy, mighty hard to hold. Great American fisherman got fishing in his soul. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. All right, this is John Hennigan, and we have Frank on the line, and we have a very special guest, live and direct, from Cabo San Lucas. We have uh, uh, Gracie from Griselda Smokehouse, and her husband Dale runs the uh, charter business, which is uh, uh, Dream Dreammaker Charters. What's that background noise? I'm sorry, Gracie, are you there? I'm right here. Hi, John. Oh, okay. All right. No, I heard some other noise in the background. Okay. Thank you, Gracie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you're welcome. Well, we uh, apparently the first hurricane of the season is coming through. Yes, we are. We're getting hit right now with the hurricane, but just a lot of rain. Yeah. Some wind, maybe 30 knots wind and, oh, okay. uh, and much needed rain. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, sometimes after the, especially after the first rain, uh, yeah. and there's some noise, someone's talking in the background. Anyway, after the first rain, a lot of times the water will go through the arroyos and uh, uh, wash things out into the ocean. And after a day or two, all the Dorado get underneath that, so it can make some good fishing. Oh, yeah. Usually, yeah. So usually that's, uh, we get some good fishing right after the storms because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the debris that goes out flying out, you know, out into the ocean. And, yep, the Dorado bite should be good here in a couple of days. Okay. And how's the season started off so far? The east. It's been slow for the Dorado. It was slow, but uh, the tuna bite was pretty good last week. And uh, there's some marlin, marlin uh, arriving because the storm was moving in, the warm water was coming in, and uh, the fishing improved. We were quite busy the last couple of days before the storm. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. And somebody brought in uh, a beautiful marlin, and you know they uh, it died on the what they were fighting it, so they uh-huh. brought it. It was 530 pounds. Holy that's, smokes! That's a lot yeah. of I, that's a lot yeah. of ice chests. <laughs> I wish I could show you through the the telephone uh, to see it. It's huge, wow. beautiful. Wow. Yeah, yeah. They were not intending to keep it. They were not even fishing for it. But yeah, that was the day before uh, the day before yesterday when it arrived. Like we mm-hmm. knew the storm was coming and the water just got kind of warm and a lot of bait. That morning was just huge. We had wow. a we had a hard time. I got a small video. I'll send it to you. Fantastic. Yeah, hard time getting it in the smokehouse. Well, <laughs> it barely three minutes me through the door. It was just, they had to use a dolly and rope it up so yeah. they can bring it in here. It was just huge. Wow. Well, yeah. a, you know, a marlin uh, smoked is very good. 
Yes, Marlin is very good. Yeah, Marlin smoked very good. Yeah, that would most people, most people release, you know, they, they catch release, it, it's good. But once, if he dies, if they bring it in and we help him out, sure, we, we smoke it. And that's what the people did. They smoke a whole bunch of it. And it was a big group. So everybody got some uh, some of that Marlin. It was a well, lot I of Marlin guess. to go around. Yeah, everybody got a full ice chest out of that one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Huge. But uh, no, how long did it take him? Did they tell you how long it took to bring it in? A couple of hours. They said it took a couple of hours, and then he died at the end, so they uh, they really had a hard time. That, that, you know, it wouldn't swim towards them. You know, you wait with the Marlin tight lines, and it starts swimming towards you, and you reel in, you reel. But this, when he dies, it's just a dead weight. But this, well, they were able to bring it in. Yeah. Right, right. Well, the problem is 500 pounds, um, <laughs> and if, you know, if it's swimming, you know, you can, yeah. you can pull against it. It stays on top of the water. But if it dies, yeah. it just sinks, and then you have to just wind yeah. it up. Yeah, yeah. Wow. There was a, a couple of ladies were on the boat, and they, they said they got the workout for the year. Oh, yeah. They were, <laughs> <laughs> so that's it, the workout for the year. Yeah, well, on so, something, they had a good time. something like that, you want to pass the rod around, because you fight it for half hour, 45 minutes, your yeah. arm gets cramps, your, your uh, hands get cramped up. And, yeah. And uh, fortunately, they, apparently they had the right gear for it. Yes, they are. They, they they did, and uh, yeah, they said they took like each one took like five turns or something like that. They were trying to figure out. Yeah, they were they they had a they were uh, talking about it when they were at the smokehouse, and everybody had a, a yeah. chance at it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's pretty exciting, but yeah. uh, but you know the the uh, the big game fish do like the warm water, and if there's you know, if there's a, a, a storm is caused by warm water, what is the temperature air, water temperature down there now? Uh, hold on, let me. Yeah, what is the water temperature out here right now? I don't know. With the storm, it changes. Yeah, with the storm, it changes. It changes. So we don't know. We don't have that report right now. We can. I guess we can look it up, but uh, we don't yeah. have it. Well, the guys were saying there was 74. It went from uh, 70, 74, 77. You know, so it was getting yeah. pretty warm yeah. the day before when it started. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, this is off. This is very early. Normally it's September, sometimes July, but in the middle of June, that's that's unusual to get a storm, isn't it? Yeah, well, the, the hurricane season starts in uh, at the end of May. I think May 15 is the cutoff. But yeah, um, yeah but it's very early. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's okay. It's okay. not. A, it's not a strong. It's not a. Has, I don't know of any damage yet. It's been raining for the last three hours, and uh, the wind gusts wind maybe 30 to 35 knots, 40 well, maybe. Okay, well but, that's uh, not bad. Yeah, so. I don't have reports yet, so I don't know. I don't know. We're at the smokehouse. Because some people are picking up their fish, that's why we have to be here. Well, it sounds we like close. it sounds like mm-hmm. then there should not be a problem for planes coming and going. Uh, no, they canceled the flights today. They canceled the flights because okay. the, today was the day. Tomorrow everything's back to normal. Oh, good. By, yeah, by by midnight tonight, it's it's going to be past La Paz. This yes. storm it's moving pretty fast. Yeah. It's, it's here now. It's moving. It's moving along. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, as you know, I go down there a lot, and you know, I don't worry that much about hurricanes. Yeah, they do come, but normally, like you say, um, you know, you might miss one or two days possibly, but you know, it's it's not like uh, it's not gonna it's not gonna ruin your trip for you. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. No, some people they change they change the flight. Some people decide, you know what. I know it's going to get very good right after the storm. They cancel their flight going home on Friday or Saturday. They stay here until Tuesday and Wednesday because they want to take advantage of 
Yeah. You know, the fishing should be good after yeah. the storm. There yeah. you go. Okay. All yeah. right. And, you know, one of the, the the great thing about what Gracie and her husband Dale do is it's really a, a one-stop shop. You can come in on a boat, any boat. I, I think you're smart if you use one of their boats, but you can come in on any boat. They'll, someone, they'll send someone down, do the boat, uh, pick up your catch, take it back to the... Uh, uh, to the store, uh, uh, just do a great job filleting and cleaning. It comes out perfect. There's no red meat. And then you vacuum seal it and freeze it, and it's ready for your trip home. And you, yeah. do, you do all that for, I think, $1.75 a pound. Is that still what you're doing? Yes, that's, and we charge only on the fillet weight. We yeah. don't charge, like, we don't weight the whole fish yeah. and charge it per pound. No, we fillet it first, and then we charge the fillet weight when it's finished. Mm-hmm. That's why you pay a dollar seventy-five a pound. Well, I'm familiar with getting fish uh, done down there, and I, th- mm-hmm. you know, normally it's two or two fifty a pound. So, and your your uh, the price of your boats uh, and the quality of your boats is phenomenal. There's I don't think there's any place in the world that you can get kind of that kind of quality fishing for that price. No, no and we, the skippers no. are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got we're very lucky. We're very lucky right now that uh, that we have uh, the crew in every boat that we have. Very, very nice, nice crew, um, hardworking. They know the area. They've been fishing here for a long time. We're very lucky. I, I say that all the time. They're, they're well, great and Grace, captain and mate. Gracie, mm-hmm. Gracie takes good care of me. And if anybody's going down to Cabo, um, <laughs> if you go in and talk to Gracie and mention my name that you heard us on the radio, she'll give you an even special deal. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Okay. We'll and, do that. <laughs> but well, you can go down, Gracie. And, I love you, but you, you got to watch out for John. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but it's true. It's true. We we help out. Even if you don't fish with us, we'll help you out. Yes. Even if you just have questions and you just want to come see the location or maybe taste some of our smoked fish, stop by. And oh, yeah. uh, you have any concerns, any questions about anything, we'll, we'll help you out. Yes, and you do a great job on it. Great job on the, on the smoking. I, uh, oh, yeah. One of the, I just one, had a, that was probably some of the best smoked fish I've had in years. Well, one of these days, Gracie will put you on and you, and you can explain the whole process of your smoking. Because You've it, been trying to get my recipe for a long time. Yes. I have. So I have. Yes, to I have. To that. Yes, I have. Yes, smart girl. All right, but you, but you do everything right there, and uh, besides you. that, you and Dale are just great people, and uh, you know I usually fish on the uh, uh, um, salsa, the just uh, the ponga, for yeah. for less than two hundred bucks a day. You go out and uh, you know, it's great. Anyway, Gracie, we got to go because uh, we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us, and I know well, you're you. I know you're running in circles down there now. So thanks for tuning in. You are are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio, go to the website and listen some more. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos Del Mar 
Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. You can't catch fish. 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 No, 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 no. You can't catch fish. No, 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 no. You can't catch fish. No, 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 no. You can't catch fish. No, no, no. I got a little story about a city boy that came to Wisconsin up from Illinois so he can enter. The big Contest, it's a thousand bucks cash for the biggest and the best, but I told him, guy, you're making a mistake. You don't stand a chance catching fish on the slate, cause hey, you could pray you want to wish. But let me tell you something, guy, you can't fish. I told you there, guy. Can't catch fish. What do you think you're doing? Can't catch fish. For tribe's sake. You can't catch fish. Go back to Illinois, hey. Can't catch fish. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and uh, we got some fun coming up. We just talked to Gracie down in Cabo, and they got a little storm that just uh, is passing through there. But by tomorrow, things should be pretty much back to normal, and within two or three days, uh, the fishing should be really good because right after a storm, and it washes that stuff out of the arroyos into the ocean, uh, it attracts the, the Dorado. But uh, we've got uh, uh, Chris Witt on the line with us, a very interesting character, if I don't mind my saying that. Uh, now, Chris, um, I found out about Chris, well, actually, uh, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Jim Kuczynski, that has the Blue Sky Charters down there, uh, has been telling me for a year about his secret weapon, and he's been very protective of it. But we're not going to let the secret out to everybody but those of our, those of you that are smart enough to tune in will find out about it. So let's start with Chris and give us uh, Chris, give us a little bit of history about yourself and and uh, just talk about whatever you want to talk about for now. All right. Uh, first of all, Jim thinks he's got a secret weapon, but um, uh, I've talked to you before, and I, I, I go to his page and I steal all of his pictures, and I go to his captain's pages and his, his mate's pages and i steal all their pictures so uh 
Uh, what he thinks is his secret weapon is not a secret any longer. Because <laughs> uh, they can they can see what he's putting in the water. And, and, and prior to going on air, you called me some, some young buck. Well, at 60 years old this month, I, I'm not quite that young. Well, you're just but, still a child as far as we're concerned. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, uh, I, I, Jim and I, we met uh, a man who had been using my product and, and at the time. And, and, in fact, I reacquired the business. Uh, officially today, it's called Rip and Who Teasers. Congratulations! And, uh, we met. We met with the very first owner who purchased from me when I moved out to San Diego to approve the product in the Pacific, where I'd been using it in the Gulf of Mexico since 1997. And that man's name is Harry Glaw, and he runs a 63-foot yacht uh, called Thumper. Uh, Thumper Blue Water Expeditions, and Harry invited both Jim and I, and Jim and I met on his boat, and I had brought Harry a brand-new set of stainless steel, mirrored stainless steel uh, ribbon hoods, changing over from the chrome application we had before, so Harry could have those, you know, given to him from me. Well, Jim got very interested in that, so he and I talked for a lot while we were in the cabin. You know, the lines were out. We were waiting for the marlin bite, and we got to talking and getting to know each other. And well, he he wanted to order ten of them from me right away, so uh, we arranged for that. You know, when the trip was over, to take care of him that way, but. Uh, the the whole concept and the whole idea came about from uh, growing up on Puget Sound and the West Coast as a kid fishing for salmon and trout. Uh, I was fortunate enough as a child to have a father uh, who was a professor during the year and a ranger naturalist in Mount Rainier National Park during the summer. So I was Boy Scout trained starting at eight years old and uh I was given full rain at 6,400 feet above sea level in the smallest area called Sunrise Mount Rainier National Park. And I could go out as long as I was home by dark with my backpack from 8 years old till 13. Yeah. And I, and I would trout fish. And, uh, you know, I, I was sent out with salmon eggs. Well, there is no, no trout in the mountains that has ever seen a salmon egg. Yeah. So... I started making my own stuff back when I was eight and nine years old to try to catch these fish that were only able to eat and breed for only about three months a year before the lakes froze back over. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I started uh, salmon fishing with my dad in the Pacific Ocean out of Westport when I was five, and we used Lure Jensen Dodgers. I remember them so well, And, and that product is about seven years old now. Uh, was recently purchased by Rapala, uh, owned by a woman uh, who started in Finland and has now transferred yep. her entire operation to China and is buying up every lure company in the world. Oh! But aside from that, I, I decided, after my very first serious bill fishing trip, going out with a, a guy I had just met, uh, and we were using what he called teasers. I had no idea what they were. I had no idea what a bite from a billfish would be like. You know, I was used to trout and salmon. And, and he said, he, all he could tell me was, you'll know. You'll know. 
<laughs> well, uh, you know, I asked what to look for in, in what they call the spread, which is the lures behind the boat with the teasers. And he said, but just look for anything different. But, it, it, you know, that trip we didn't catch a doggone thing. And I spent all that money, and I was frustrated. So I went back home, and I started thinking to myself, okay, what is it that has attracted fish for me my whole life? And and I thought about salmon fishing, and I said, well, if salmon are attracted by the flash of uh, lure gents and dodges, then it's the flash from those blades that uh, is bringing the salmon to the bait. So uh, I called lure Jensen before they were bought out by Rapala. Um, I was seven years prior to that, and I bought up a box of those, and I started, went into my buddy's uh, fishing garage and used his vice, and I started bending these blades in different ways. And I had a big pin, 80-wide, you know, uh, international reel and rod on one side of his swimming pool. And I would, you know, have the line strung across the pool to the blade, and then I would rip the blade across the pool as fast as I could to see what it would do. I did that. I think I went through two boxes of 10 of each of uh, the uh, lure Jensen blades, and I found out that, you know, they they wouldn't work. They would wobble. They wouldn't spin like I wanted them to. So uh, I thought about that, and I said, well, I need some weight behind that. So we had squid skirts, and everybody in the billfish industry uses those, and and so I, I put one of those, and I put a weight inside of that, and I, I started trying again. Well, pretty soon they were they were spinning just perfect. Well, so the next time we went out, I, I put together through parts and pieces that he had in his garage a three blade version. I, it wasn't named at the time; it was just, you know, a teaser to me. And we were on a thirty foot bertram at the time. And uh, I put this teaser out behind the boat off the right corner cleat, and I sat there next to it. And all of a sudden, there was just pull on that corner of the boat. And I, I thought, what in the world was that? And then when I pulled the, the three-bladed teaser that I had made in, one of the blades had just been severely crippled with big teeth scratch marks across it and everything. And one second later, uh, a 50-pound wahoo hit a lure on the other side of our spread. So we brought the fish in. Well, I had no way to rebuild the teaser, and there were no parts on the boat. So, you know, that was that until I went home and I started building them for each person that I went fishing with. I would give them one. Uh, well, um, that area, everything kind of slowed down after that. I fished for 10 years. Uh, in a, in a two-piece solid plastic body cast because of a bad accident that I was in. But um, I, I started refining these things. Uh, and in, let me see, it was in uh, 2013. I'd been fishing on and off during that time. 2013, I sold my house. And uh, while I was looking through my garage, I found my final prototypes, two different sizes of... Uh, what I still hadn't named as my teasers. And I said, well, hey, this is something I can do. So I took it out to San Diego, uh, and I lived in a complex, you know, close to the beach and close to the marinas. 
and I met a young lady who was going to college at uh, San Diego State, and her sister were living in an apartment next to me, and she was over one day, and she asked what I did, and I pulled out the teasers, and I said, you know, these, these are for billfish. This is what I do. And she said, uh, well, my dad, you know, we're from Costa Rica, and my dad fishes, you know, billfish all the time. He'd love to try them. And I said, well, that'd be great. So uh, one day uh, he was there, and I missed him, and, and he was gone. And then the next thing I know, she's moving out, and I was out on my porch, and I saw him, and I ran out with my teasers in my hand, and I said, hey, my name's Chris Witt. And I know your daughter, Brooke. And he said, uh, hey, my name's Corlin Hartwell. I said, Corlin, will you please take these to Costa Rica for me and test them uh, and make sure that they'll do what they did in, in the Gulf of Mexico that they'll do down south? And he said, sure. And I didn't know this guy from Adam. So, and the only communication between Costa Rica and, and myself was email. Two weeks later, his wife emailed me back pictures of what they call a uh, a grand slam of billfish, where he did a single day grand slam of a blue marlin, a striped marlin, and a and a sailfish. Uh, and I said, "Oh my goodness!" You know. So immediately, I went to searching manufacturers. I found one uh, who had actually bought one of the stamps to stamp out the lure Jensen blades after Lord Jensen had sold out, and I started going to work on putting those together. Uh, and instead of having them um, all tied together by mono and crimp sleeve, this time around, knowing that the very first one was ruined by having one blade destroyed, uh, I decided that I was going to attach each one by a separate swivel, so okay. all the, the okay. blades could be interchangeable. Uh, Chris, Chris yeah. that's a fascinating story, uh, but we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to bring you back for another 12-minute segment. So yeah. just everybody remember <laughs> where we were, <laughs> and uh, and we're going to follow the story. Whoa. Yeah, pretty yeah. exciting stuff. Okay. Yeah, I okay. Go on. Anyway, you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Uh, go to the website, listen to Chris, and I'm sure you're going to learn a lot. But we're going to be right back with Chris in just a couple of minutes. Years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock-absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. 
Christie Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water. We've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code Fish Talk for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month, and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com, and start getting your packages every month. This is John, and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal, and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. If you think that'll help, you're in for a surprise, cause money. Can't buy skill, you know the guys in me. We can catch them at will against Shadrath. You ain't no match. Fish are just something that you can't catch. For crying out loud, guy. You can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. Built a tug on the line and I didn't pay attention to spinning. I was staring at a 10-pound shiny bass When I tried to pull the fish inside I pulled a muscle in my upper thigh I was so scared I threw my rod up in the air Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and Frank Selby, and we have a very interesting guy by the name of Chris Witt on the line. And Chris is, uh, we had to interrupt you. You're just f- finishing the final design um, on the Rip and Who, where you're putting it together with uh, swivels. You want to continue that story? Uh, yeah, anyway, Corwin Hartwell, as I was saying, he ended up scoring his single-day Grand Slam. And uh, I went into manufacturing and um, started a website, Uh Nobody can figure out where the name comes from. Where, where the name actually comes from, uh, two different things. Ribbon is, is, is a, a, a form of presentation for bass fishing when I used to be on the southern uh, bass trail and i used to rip worms across grass beds and is is not what people think you know wahoo fish it's actually the last three letters of ballyhoo which is what we used to tip our skirts with for Mm -hmm. fishing for marlin Mm -hmm. and i no longer have to do that anymore i can you know fish the lures naked but anyway, after finishing up with Ribbon Who, and it launched good, and it's all over the world now. It's in nine countries. But recently, um, I developed a new idea. My drawing board is always open to me, and that's my Hellraiser teaser series. And that's got also a four-blade 10-inch and a six-blade 7-inch presentation. The one uh, 7-inch is built on... 250-pound test, coated seven-strand main line, and the 10-inch is on 600-pound, 49-strand cable. Uh, uh, those are not interchangeable like the ribbon hoods, but they're built like a, what would they say, built like a Ford truck. 
anyway, uh, those have taken off and are now in 11 countries. And, and those are not only for trolling. Those are also for drift fishing uh, being used. Uh, you know, this is all new to me. I'm, I'm finding this out by happenstance, but... Uh, they, I, I had a theory that they would be used, uh, you know, would catch fish if they were just dropped vertical. So the Hellraisers now, uh, out of Isla Morada and the Keys down here by me, are being used for daytime swordfish. Uh, I found out through other buyers that they're using in, them in Chesapeake Bay for striped bass, doing the same thing, bump trolling and, and mooching for striped bass. And uh, I thought with the two lodges that I'm associated with in uh, Canada, uh, and they're using them for salmon up there. So, uh, you know, the whole concept is that, that outside of everything is flash. It, it, is, it is the visual Mm-hmm. That will attract fish, to, uh, to, especially if you're Chris, in big Chris, water. Let's stop for a second and make sure that everybody out there understands what this is. It's a teaser. So yes. is, is this something? No, uh, okay, so it's something you put in the water, and then in addition to that, uh, uh, you use a separate line that you throw behind the teaser uh, with bait or lure on it. Is that correct? Well, that would be called, what you're talking about is a bait and switch if you're using a, a single lure. What what we do is put out anywhere from five to seven lures plus anywhere from two to four teasers. So you could have an 11-line spread out behind the boat that you're watching and dealing with. Yeah. All right. Uh, but, but what I make are strictly teasers, strictly attractors to get the fish to the boat. Okay. And what makes these special, what makes these beyond the reproach of any other teaser out there, I don't care what they are, I've investigated and researched them all, is that light travels 300 million times faster than the sounds of the motor of your boat. So fish, if you can get them to turn their heads, and they're always feeding. That's why they swim. They swim to eat, they eat to breed, and so on and so forth. So if you can get a fish and these flash out a fifth of a mile in both directions, these will bring in frigate birds from over a mile away. The frigate birds are not attracted to the lures. They're attracted to the flash of the teasers that I make. So anyway, what I was going to continue on about is it took less than three months for me to have these established in 11 countries by myself on my phone. I got one question real quick. If yeah. we You have a web page now, so if we wanted to buy one, we could buy it off the web page? HellraiserTeaser.com is being built as we speak. So uh, the only way to get in touch with me is through Facebook. And I'm Chris Witt in Boynton Beach, Florida. Uh, or you can go to the Hellraiser Teaser Series page, which is also on Facebook, and message me through there. Um, I've got several of them already built up. I'm having to order stainless steel parts all the time. I've already been through four sheets mm-hmm. of 5x10 stainless steel, well, double-sided mirrors. <laughs> there you go. Well, now, Chris, and fishing in, in salmon for Alaska, which I like to do at least once a year, uh, you normally use a flasher or a dodger. And then, right. you, and then you put, uh, um, you know, three to five feet behind that and put the bait on it. But exactly. these, are, these are teasers. So you put them in the water to attract the fish, and then you put uh, whatever you're using, a lure or bait, uh, behind that, correct? 
well, when you're going to go up and doing your fishing, and you're going to have a Hellraiser with you. So when you go up there, what you're going to do is you're going to uh, use a, a zip tie, and you are going to use a, uh, a like a, a rockfish bottom fishing weight, any kind of weight that will will compensate for the current that you happen to be in in order to keep the teaser semi-vertical anywhere within the thermocline where the bait are. So you you normally you normally drop them down when you use a weight or a downrigger and drop what, what down 10, 15, 20 feet? By, wherever the thermocline is. For yeah. swordfish, they go from 200 to 800 feet deep with these things. Mm-hmm. All right. But for salmon, you're going to go to where the thermocline or where the bait are located. Mm-hmm. You're going to drop it down there, and like I said, you're going to zip tie like teardrop weights that they use for, for bottom fishing snapper and that sort of thing to the bottom loop of the teaser. All right, that will weight it to, to make it drop down. The blades themselves, you know, have weight being stainless steel, mm-hmm. but they are going to flash in all kinds of directions, and there are two sizes so that you can use one to either imitate the bait that is there, or you can use the 10-inch size to imitate what would be the feeding fish that are feeding on the bait. That oh, okay. Either, now, either and, one will and, work. And to make sure, these are, these are not spreader bars, so these, uh, no, these, these, no. Are, these are one, they're, they're in a chain, one after another. Right. The spreader bars run on the surface. Right. Dredges are circles. They run static, and mm-hmm. they, you know, they're very difficult to rig. They're a pain in the neck yeah. put out and bring in your boat. Same with spreader bars. I mean, I, may, I try to make fishing simple. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, simple is better. Yeah. And, so and, when and uh, when you're simple. when you're trolling uh, the uh, the the Hellraiser or the uh, Rippin' uh, Who, you, you put the the weight in the front or in the back. The front okay. on the Rippin' Who, it comes with its own ten ounce weight, mm-hmm. and uh, because of the radical nature and the drag with Hellraiser. Anywhere from a 48-ounce to a 64-ounce high-speed wahoo trolling weight is necessary to keep them submerged. So uh, I'm going to be having my own weights made specifically for that one-stop shopping kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm in the process of doing those now. Those also have a 10-inch purple over pink uh, UV skirt behind them uh, so they can be seen in the dark. Um, I mean, uh, they're an incredible presentation that that is just taken off faster than than I can, mm-hmm. you know, well, keep a hold of it. Which is why the website is not up. Is because, okay. um, hey, John. Yes, sir. We need we need him to send us a couple of the smaller flashes when we're in Alaska. Uh, we I, 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 well, <laughs> Chris says that he doesn't give stuff away anymore, but I think we'll work something out. Yeah. yeah, just a couple so we can see how great it is. Well, I'm trying to get a big halibut. Uh, for, well, I maybe halibut. I hadn't thought about that. But yeah. uh, they, they actually use Ribbon Hill as a bounce ball presentation for halibut out oh, of San Diego. Okay. Well, Frank, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention something. I'm sure you'll agree with me. Most, if not, you know, 95% of the lures that are made are designed to attract the fishermen. But that you got it. <laughs> so they want to sell them, but that doesn't mean they work. Well, I can tell you from I haven't used it yet, uh, but I know Jim very well, and for the last year he swears that it's increased his catch by about fifty percent. I, I think I told you yesterday the the favorite thing that I like to say, and 
And this takes me back to where Rapala started, which they started with a hand-painted four-inch minnow plug. All right. So whatever it is that a fisherman ties at the end of his line, at one point in time, that was an idea in the fisherman's head. Yep. So if you keep that in mind and, and you try to wade through all the trash that they, they put out every spring prior to yeah. the fishing season and you know what works, then you stay with what works. Yep. I mean, new sub is good. As far as seizures go, I mean, new sub is always better. So, you know, if you look for the right thing and you buy the right thing and, and it lasts and has longevity and, and, and has replacement possibilities, you know, yeah. then, then all well, that's I just, good. Well, I just but, never heard of, of putting uh, uh, Dodgers or uh, Flashers uh, in a row. Normally you just use one. Uh, but yeah, but, but you got, it you all depends on how they're been. right. It all depends on how they're been, and people right. have tried to imitate me, which is just a comedy. When yeah. I hear captains yeah. actually call lure stores out and say, okay. "Hey, you're you're 20 years late because yeah. I already own the original." <laughs> there you go. And, I, right. and I want to say but, to Frank, I want to say to Frank that that the one thing that I do want to do as far as bill fishing, I have never been a fly fisherman. But I have captains that are very specific about going out and doing the bait and switch. Yep. Fly fishing with teasers of mine. To, yeah, fit, take the uh, uh, teaser to bring it up, and then you throw the fly in their face. We're going to have to go. That's uh, why Chris, I wanted to sneak one for myself. There you That's go. That's why I was telling this right. so, for Alaska. <laughs> all right, Chris. Well, we're bringing you back on at a different time, but uh, we really appreciate the fascinating story. And uh, go to uh, uh, just see if you can find Chris on the website, W-I-T-T, on Facebook. All right, we got to go. The soft science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the soft science fin fishing shoes and boots and the fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. 
Catch the Grizz next adventure today. That's what I'm doing. Think about nothing, not even you. Catch me a big one, the fine speckled trout. Slapping in the water, I pull it right out. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we also have Frank Selby, who's been quietly listening more than anything else, but we were just well, talking about... I like to learn. Yeah, well, Frank, we were just saying that Frank's an avid fly fisherman, and uh, using the uh, ribbon who is a teaser uh, on the back of the boat and uh, inshore rooster fishing, as you know, you, you put it in the water, and the rooster fish sees it, comes after it, and when it starts getting close, you whip in the... Uh, um, they're ripping who and drop a fly in front of them. Absolutely. Absolutely. They've got a hundred pounder out there to prove it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, that's my dream. A hundred yeah. pounder. Yeah. Well, you know, it's uh, you know, a 20, 30 pound rooster fish is a big fish and they fight real hard. They're great game. Uh, that, fish. Everybody's after a grander Marlin. Too, yeah. You know, but, I got to say this one thing, though. I'm an avid conservationist. I do not remove billfish from the water unless it's a money fish. Yeah. All right. Not for a record. And I, I, there are so many ways to make sure if you think you have a world record, which chances are you will never get. Yeah. All right. So uh, to leave the billfish in the water so that they can keep on breeding, regardless how big they are, you need the bigger stock in there to get bigger fish later. So. Uh, I'm, hey, John, I'm very happy. John, don't we need to get him to say it one more time, his website? So, Well, uh, uh, yeah, why don't you, we're a little confused on that, Chris. You don't have a website uh, for uh, uh, either the uh, Rippin' Who or the Hellraiser, is that correct? Rippin' Who has a website. It does, it's okay. Linked, it's, linked, it's linked to uh, uh, a distributor right now. It'll okay. be linked to my accounts here shortly. Okay, but if you just go we, on. We just had that signed today. So okay. Hellraisers right. is being built, but the best way to buy Hellraisers is through me, through Hellraisers teaser series page on Facebook. Okay. There's a okay. bar that says message, send me a message. Uh, I go through PayPal and and boom, boom. You don't even have to have PayPal in order to pay by PayPal. Okay. All right. So that that's how we get in touch with you. And I I, I suspect there's going to be some people interested in this. I know I am. Yeah, I am too. Okay. <laughs> I tried to I sneak it. one in there, but he didn't bite. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I think I, I think easy man close enough. No, I I I, I, I have a feeling Chris I will take care of us, Frank. That. 
I love gathering friends. I, I don't know. I have about 3,500 of them, but I, I, I go through all their pages before I take them in. Yeah. Uh, because I don't want to reach 5,000 that are of no use or interest to right. me that don't like what I do. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, oh, I wanted to mention, there's one last pitch. Okay. Is that Hellraisers, Hellraisers are going to be on TV in both the northern and, northern and southern division of Wicked, of Wicked Tuna this year. Oh, fantastic. On, on, oh, good. On Hot, Tuna, on Hot Tuna with Captain T.J. Ott. He's already got his. And on Foolish Pleasures uh, in the southern division. Okay. And I can't wait to see them do their show where they go head-to-head. Yeah, there you so, go. So those guys aren't going to be sitting out there in a chum slick with nothing to do for three days except chunk out pieces of fish, hoping that yeah. you know one single fish will happen by their three swimming baits. You know, yeah. no, no, no. Hellraiser is going to be, be bringing fish to them. Yeah. They don't have to worry about that anymore. Okay. All right. Well, Chris, again, thank you very much. We'll bring you back on before we go up to Alaska in, uh, All right. in well, next it'll month. It'll be my in, pleasure. And, okay. and, hey, Frank, I'm sorry we didn't talk more, but you you know how to get a hold of me. So, uh, you know, I'm willing to talk fishing. And, uh, uh, Chris, by the way, go to fishhunttalkradio.com uh, tomorrow, and you can listen to yourself. All right. Great. Thanks. Okay. Frank, Frank, it looks like we finished this one up again. That was a fantastic story. And you know what? And I I do not promote fishing equipment or lures because, you know, people send them to me and I use them and they usually don't work. But this one, I believe. Yeah, I, I hope we get one of them. Okay, all right. We thank, might we might beg, buy, yeah, or we'll, steal. We'll, we'll, we'll get them. Okay. Anyway, thank you, Frank. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk okay. Radio. Go to the Bye. website.